Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. We're back for our locks episode as well as our preview of A&M. Uh, it feels like it's been a good week so far, Daniel. I haven't vomited into a bucket like I did all week last week leading up to the Auburn game. Um, still bucket worthy. We're not out of the woods yet. And fans that are sleeping on it, just slow down. Okay. Rain yeah. it in. Pull it back. Um, but but we're excited for this one. We're going to try to make you some money today with our locks episode. Get in maybe to some more nonsense because that's what we do well, Daniel. We're probably, you know what, if there was a school that gave out nonsense uh, degrees, we could probably get some some credits transferred over there, right? Oh, we could get, we have surely accumulated some credits and nonsense uh, yeah. in the course of uh, this podcast. Professional film analysis and professional recruiters, we are not, Daniel. We are fans of UGA. That is correct. And like fans of UGA, we have thoughts, we have opinions, we have feelings, and many of them are strong. Um, uh, and that's what we're Very. here to talk about on this podcast. Um, we're we're exceptionally glad that you're here. We are thankful for however it is that you found us, however it is that you listen to us, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is. Uh, I'm we sure there's a, million, there's a million little podcast apps that you can use uh, to listen to your podcast. And you can get ours on Pretty much any of them, I think. And so we're glad yep. that you're here. If you subscribe to the podcast on whatever little device that is uh, that you listen to it on, that would help us out a tremendous amount. Downloads those episodes, uh, which is helpful for us and helpful for you so you don't miss any of the conversation. Uh, if you leave us a rating or a review, that's double helpful. If you leave it on Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. which is where most people listen to their podcasts, uh, leave us a rating or review on there. It's extremely helpful uh, for us. So we appreciate all the five-star uh, ratings and reviews that, that you all have left. If you are a new listener to the show, welcome. If you're an old listener to the show, glad you're back. Uh, we are here five days a week. Uh, we're talking about uh, Texas A&M this week. Uh, we're talking about locks that we can give out. Um, uh, and yeah, let's get into it, Clint. Let's do it, Daniel. This week, let's begin with the preview and the locks or the line for UGA A&M game this Saturday. Uh, currently right now, the line is at 13 and a half. We are under a two touchdown favorite against A&M. Uh, 13 and a half, 13 in the hook, and the over-under for this game is 45. So before we get in the preview, do you have a lock on this game either way? No, sirree. Nope. No, no. Not, nope. not touching it. Nope. Uh, Daniel and I both, I, I could just tell when this line came out with this game where it was, I just knew neither of us were going to have a lock on it. And we encourage you, keep your money, pay for that hot dog or those nachos or that cheese dip for your kid at the game. Uh, don't put it on. Don't don't bet this game at 13 and a half. The over-under, I said, don't sleep on me taking the under. You know what? I, I may Saturday sprinkle some action on the under. That's a high likelihood, but don't under go chasing four, it. Under 45. You think you expect yeah. a low-scoring game in this one? Clint. Well, I could either – I could see this going 14-21 uh, – uh, kind of similar to last week, or I can see a, a thirty to ten game in which I'm comfortably mm-hmm. under. I can see I, thirty to ten would be more what I'm looking at thirty to, to thirteen. But I could just 45. see this game going in so many different directions. That's why you know. That's why you stay away from it as a lock. We 
we have some we try to have as much lock integrity on the show as we can uh we we take pride in doing well in terms of the lock. whether you listen to us our advice or not whether you've made any money off this podcast or not we take pride in giving out picks that we mm-hmm. think are actually going to make you money and we do pretty well at that and so we do. Uh, to the tune no, of 70 and 41 that's pretty dang well that is almost that is almost winning two-thirds of the bets that we place Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh so no i'm not going to give this out as a lock i do think georgia is going to win i am nervous georgia might not win um but i do think georgia is going to win but i could see it being a three-point win i could see it being a 10-point win i could see it being a 21-point win i could see a lot of different things happening in this game um you know texas a&m is that team like they don't do anything particularly well. That's the thing about Texas A&M. They're not, they're not a great team at run the, running the ball. They're not a great team at throwing the ball. No. They're a pretty good offensive team. They're an okay defensive team. But they're not particularly standout-ish in much of anything, which... You know, leads you to believe that they have good games and they have bad games. Uh, they've played some good teams this year, and they've played some not very good teams this year. They've played decently well against mm-hmm. good teams, and they've struggled against not as great of teams. So, yeah, don't have a real sound idea for how this game's going to go. Don't have a strong feeling one way or another. Uh yeah, so I'm staying away from it in terms of the lock. Yeah, I mean, the I saw somebody call him Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but just, just to prove what that looks like, uh, I mean, they lost to Auburn by eight, okay? They lost to, I'm sorry, they won against Arkansas, which, uh, Daniel, how, how do you feel about Arkansas? What, what sort of feels do you have to, to the Razorbacks? It's, listen, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything. But Arkansas is, they're the worst team the SEC has had in a decade. Easily. Easily. Not even close. Uh, well, AM only beat them by one possession 31 27. Four okay. points. Four points, y'all. Uh, they let Mississippi State hang 30 on them. Uh, University of Texas at San Antonio got 14 on the board. Uh, but then they came out last week and they held South Carolina to six points, beat them thirty to six. So yeah, it's it's all over the place, Daniel. And and not even to mention beginning of the year, Clemson game, they lost twenty four to ten. Like just what what in the world is happening out there um, with all those chauvinist pigs with the twelfth man uh, at at A and M? That Clemson score was it was twenty four to three. If you recall, Texas A&M yeah. like, or went, like, called timeouts and went for oh, it like, right. with no time left on the clock at the very end of that game to score a touchdown that meant absolutely nothing except to cover a 14, plus 14.5 point spread, which I cashed in some significant Ew. money on. Uh, so I do appreciate Jimbo and how much he hates Dabo Swinney and wants oh, to just – Oh, those two. But yeah, that that was not a close game. That was twenty four to three. Um, okay, Texas A and M could not move the ball on Clemson the, whole, the entire game. 
No, the entire game. They just stood between the 35 and the 45 was all they did. They just did like a two, two-step two shuffle back and forth. Tex- Texas, I'll, I'll say this. Texas A&M should not be able to move the ball against us. Okay, We should they have sco- the same feel, yes. They scored 28 points against Alabama, and um, Alabama's defense is straight garbage, Clint. Hot, hot garbage. They are straight garbage. Garbage, and so if A and M only scored twenty eight points against Alabama, who gave up thirty one to Old Miss, twenty three to South Carolina, oh uh, forty six to LSU. Um, if if A and M only scored twenty eight against them, if they only scored a garbage touchdown to give them ten against Clemson, we should hold this team to ten. Right. Yep. Uh, Couldn't agree more. But so the only outlier again. It, if you want to know how AM's day is going to go, just look no further. The Kellen Bond. You you watch that quarterback. He is he's it. That's that's all they have. Him and Jimbo. Period. End of bullet point of threats. I think you'll I think you'll know early, to be fair. I think you'll uh-huh. know early if this is going to be a sweat nail biter or if if the Boa constrictor that is UGA's defense gets gets in early. Gets gets wrapped around Texas A&M early. If we get a few three and outs, yep. If the if they struggle to move the ball early in the game, and that just uh that just crushing, uh constricting defense just gets locked in. I don't think, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a single digit game for a Texas A&M. If they come out and hit a play or two early, like Tennessee did, right. I think you could see the game going a different direction um, that's less favorable for us. So we'll see. So no lock for us on this game. Stay away from it. We think I predict a low-scoring affair, um, but I also agree. First two drives are going to be pretty pretty indicative of how the game is going to go. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to give you some more locks uh, from other games. All right, Daniel. Uh, how many locks you got? How many logs you got to throw on the fire this week? I got four. I got four yeah. to throw on. It's money making okay. time, and um, I went three and one last week uh, yeah, with four locks. I I think I'm staring right down the barrel of another three and one, and I can tell you which two I'm only going to win one of, but I don't know which one, so I'm going to give them both out. Um, I like and I it. Think, and I think the other two are surefire caches, and I think three and one is is my prediction for myself this week. I like that. Staring at your locks on the sheet right now, I really like them. I think one of them is just just straight up ballsy, and I love it. I don't know. I, mm. Maybe you, you like the West Coast this week, I, Daniel. Pac twelve. I got a little Pac twelve double header. Yeah, you I'm do. In on a little Pac twelve double header, and that's spoiler alert. That's the two that I know I'm going to lose one of, but uh-huh. I have no idea which one I'm going to lose because because it's the Pac twelve. No one knows. No Daniel. one knows anything. No, including the coaches of the Pac-12. Yes. No one knows anything about what's happening. See Correct. Clay Helton. Oh. Um, why, uh, why you gotta do a man like that? He's gonna lose his job. Why are you gonna do that to him? All right. All I'm right. gonna say. I'm gonna say. Actually, I'm gonna jump right in. I'm gonna jump right into Pac-12 after dark right now. Here we go. Um. Uh, so for my first lock, I'm going to give you the Arizona State Sun Devils. Who are playing at home? I have two Pac-12 home underdogs. Mm-hmm. The first one is the Arizona State Sun Devils, who are playing at home against the Mighty Ducks of Oregon. <laughs> um, 
Now, Herm Edwards and Co. are are catching themselves 14 and a half points. If you are a... Um, That's a lot of points. If you're familiar with gambling or just football, then you mm. would know that that number 14 is a fairly significant number in football in terms of predicting the margin of victory for a team. And so when you get up into that 14 and a half range, now all of a sudden we're talking about a whole nother echelon of having you, to you beat a team. You putting that hook on there? You, yeah. Go ahead. You put that on there. That is that is a much more different uh, outcome. Two touchdown win still equals a cover. So I'm taking Arizona State plus 14 and a half against oh Oregon. Uh, the play is threefold. One. Fold number one, Herm Edwards. What am I? What do I need to tell you? It's Herm They're, Edwards. His back is against the wall, and you do not back Herm Edwards into a corner. You will lose an eye, Clint. Uh, uh, minimum, minimum. At there, minimum. There are two coaches in Arizona. One is passed out on the couch until game time, and one is running on a treadmill, reading a newspaper, <laughs> dreaming of beating you. Drinking, and that one is hermit. Drinking a cup of steaming hot coffee while running at ten miles an hour on the treadmill, <laughs> with with the knee highs all the way up, the sweatpants yeah. down to the knees. He is wearing the New old York Jets socks. He is wearing <laughs> New York Jets still knee to socks. this day. Uh, uh, no, the, you don't. I'm, you don't do that term. That is that's that's number one. Number two is um, uh, Justin Abair, Justin Herbert. Oregon Herbert. quarterback. Uh, don't trust him. Don't trust the Oregon offense. Oregon no. defense has been has been pretty solid this year. Oregon offensive line, pretty good. But I don't trust the Oregon offense. Um, 14 and a half point margin. Arizona State is going to score some. Is Oregon going to be able to score enough in this game to cover? I don't think so. Number three is I'm making a bet on chaos, Clint. There is no way, mm. no how that both Oregon and Utah are going to win the rest of their regular season games. One of them is going to lose. If you can bet on chaos, always bet on chaos. That's what I'm doing here. Always. And just go down to the I-5 corridor on the West Coast and just just start going from north to south and pick a city somewhere because one of those idiots is going to stumble and just lose Everything. It's like watching a kid who's trying to carry a pizza, riding a bicycle yep. back home. That yep. at some point he's gonna falter. Okay. Yep. And that's what the Pac twelve is. The Pac twelve uh, is the guy driving home with a mattress on top of his car with his arm out the window holding it down onto the roof of his car. That's exactly what it is. Just that's just saying, we only got two more blocks to go. We we've only just, got two more. I know blocks. we can make it. I know we can. Honey, uh-huh. I know we can. All right, who's your who's your first look, Daniel? You uh, you've convinced me. I like I like a little late week before Saturday action to get that pay that that uh, bank account puffed up a little I'm, bit for Saturday. I'm not I like I'm not it here a lot. to I'm not here to talk about it, but I jumped on with you late on the North Carolina action, and uh, they did not cover. That no. was that was not no. pleasant for me. No, they, that game was really unfortunate. They made us they made a hot comeback. And then they just decided over time, we don't care. We're done. We're done. We're going to not care at all in overtime. I, I, I thought that was a draw. That wasn't a draw. We got to, oh, we're playing more. No? Oh, okay. Man, I was so, so mad they made such but a comeback. But you're back on the third, you're back on the weeknight train. 
I'm back on the weeknight train and I'm staying. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I just, for some reason, North Carolina's calling to me. Daniel, you love that ACC, don't you, Clint? <laughs> I just, because, again, talk about hot garbage and chaos. Just ACC and Pac 12 have this in common. Ooh. Okay. Uh, NC State. Now, quick question. We, we play the nerds here pretty soon. Daniel, Georgia Tech, uh, you had mentioned a deplorable team uh, in Arkansas. Is Georgia Tech far behind? Georgia Tech's bad. Now Real they're bad. they're improved from the beginning of the year, I believe. They are. Wasn't um, hard to do better G- than piss poor. Geoff Collins has got them improved, uh, but they're still bad. They're bad. Okay. They're bad. Okay. Uh, NC State dealing with what I. What I believe is now they they petitioned the NCAA for ten more scholarships just to field a team because everybody's in that injury tent. It's like okay. it's like inside that injury tent the the kids walked in and they just found a bottomless pit, like Gandalf <laughs> just falling down, fighting you know like a, a demon just mm-hmm. endlessly. Uh, NC State's got nobody left to play, but NC State is getting points against Georgia Tech. Here's a principle. I, any team that's getting points against Georgia Tech, give me all day long. NC State, Wolfpack, get going. I was shocked when I saw this line, Clint. The only reason I didn't bet it is because of the principle. When you're shocked, when you see a line, you you should never bet it. Yeah, well, you've, I was shocked. You've ignored I, that principle. I have, uh, I've thrown caution to the wind, and I have gone just jaw on the ground, stumbling over myself like a thirsty, thirsty college kid at a party. Good, Who's? good. A thirsty underage kid at a frat party. <laughs> yes. Uh, good on you. I hope you win some Thursday night money. Uh, I am going to the Pac-12 after dark. Going back to the Pac-12. My second lock is a second Arizona team who is at home <laughs> getting points. Now, Clint. <laughs> now. <laughs> Clint. The aforementioned other coach of Arizona passed out on the couch. Drunk as a skunk, it is mid-November, and Kevin Sumlin still has a job. Alert the media immediately. Oh, um, gosh. Kevin Sumlin trying to circle the wagons and <laughs> save save his job. I believe he's going to show up to practice at least two days this week. Hopefully. So, Hopefully. Um, no, listen. Uh Age-old Locks principle. Fool me once. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice. I'm going to go ahead and bet the second Arizona team against a Pac-12 favorite, uh, Pac-12 championship contender. Arizona's catching 23 points at home against Utah. Now, Utah just beat the Bejeebers out of UCLA last week. Ooh, UCLA was a, was a very hot underdog. Heard a lot of people trying to take UCLA and get on that UCLA plus whatever it was action and it doesn't matter what the number was UCLA, uh, Utah beat them by a million D points they are favored by 23 points on the road at Arizona this week now last week was at home this week is on the road and I'll I've said it once already and I'll say it again either Utah or Oregon is going to lose a game before the regular season ends and so I'm betting yeah. That one of them, if even if they don't lose the game outright, I'm betting mm-hmm. you that one of them is in a dogfight in this game. One game I'm getting 14.5 points. The other game I'm getting 23 points. That means 
If I get two close games, hey, I go 2-0. and But one of these games is going to be close. It's going to be within a touchdown late in the I'll, game. And so I'm taking yeah. both Arizona schools. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to double down on this and with a future bet. Uh, the team that loses, either Oregon or Utah, wh- whoever stumbles, okay, and goes in the Pac-12 action mm-hmm. with two losses. That's right. That that team will win the Pac-12 championship. Principal play. Take them on the money line and don't think twice about it. I, whoever, whatever team has two losses, Oregon and Utah come in that game, you can guarantee I'm laying a lot of coin on the two-loss team to win it because the Pac-12 is not making the playoffs because chaos rules, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Okay? So Correct. mark it down. Um I right, have who's another. your loss before we get to segment three. Give me, give me, you got one more for this. I got one more. I got one more for the segment. Uh, Nebraska, bad, like historically we bad. I don't think we can talk about Nebraska anymore. We, we, still- we, we <laughs> it's actually, it's actually abuse to talk about how bad Nebraska is. Like, we have Scott a cease Frost. and desist order from Scott Frost. He's his lawyer sent go, it over bro? and said, uh, you, go? you know, two year extension. That's where he went. He's got a two year extension, Daniel, for winning eight games. They gave him more money for being worse than most coaches in the nation. Well, he played football there, so well, I guess that matters. Look, I'm I'm near Nebraska fans, and I'll tell you right now, uh, they are they're like they're like the Bills Mafia, Daniel. Like mm-hmm. they are just crazy, and they will stab mm-hmm. you if you are not Huskers. It's just, it's gross. Mm-hmm. Maryland equally bad. Okay, uh, some would say some would say maybe worse, worse. maybe worse. But here's my principle. In this game, I don't care who's catching points. I was going to take the one catching points in this right. game. That's, got two that's teams. what my principle is. You got two teams that you can't figure out who's worse. Well, one of them's getting a handout. So, so take the handout. I'll take the handout. Easy, all day long. Both teams bad. They might slip and fall a bunch of times. But Maryland's getting four. Give me Maryland in this game. Uh, and, Daniel, that sends us to our next break. After that, we'll come back with more locks. But first... Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code Locked On. Listening on the go, you can visit DoorDash, uh, you, and you can't visit DoorDash right now, then you can find this and all the other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. All right, Daniel. We're, we're handing out more money to y'all. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have a feeling that... Uh, Daniel, I think if if I'm a betting man, which clearly I am, here I am talking <laughs> you're about in the, betting. You're in the so. wrong. You're in the wrong episode if you're not. <laughs> if you're not, uh, sorry. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that you and I agree on a game. As I look down the list of points, mm-hmm. I just this one stood out. This was the first bet I made this week. Uh, so I want to remind the listeners: when Daniel and I are in agreement, we are twelve and three. Okay, so. That's even Just, better than 70 and 41, which is our overall record. Correct. 12 and 3, that, that is winning four out of every five bets you place. Is what I apologize. Is like. I apologize. It's 13 out of three because I forgot to add last week's lock of UGA that I told us that we were going to do. We both agree. 13 and 3 when we agree. So that is winning more than four out of every five bets. Correct. Now we're there. Okay. Then. So, Clint. Penn State and Ohio State. Big game. Oh. Is it a big game this week? It's the big, big, National big, big implications. new nooner. Big old big new nooner. Noon nooner. The big old noon noon ski. Big old noon noon If you want to get a job 
broadcasting for Fox come in to the Which room. Which I don't. No, nobody does, except no. if you don't currently have a job and you also allowed criminals to stay with you to protect them. Then you can get a job. If you Fox. if you stand in defense of domestic violence, uh, not victims, no, but uh, but perpetrators. perpetrators, correct? Yeah. If you stand in defense of those people, then the big noon nooner pregame show is for you. They're just for you. Urban would gladly welcome you in. Just if you want to get a job uh, commentating on Fox, come into the room screaming at level 12 and you will mm-hmm. get the job. Gus Johnson on line one. <laughs> um, uh, the the big new nooner on Fox, Penn State, uh, Ohio State. This is the game kind of everybody's been waiting for. A little bit of the shine got taken off this game because Penn State got beaten by the uh, – by the team that lost to Iowa last week. Uh, Punxsutawney Phil? <laughs> old old, uh, old, Bill Murray, old Bill Murray got beaten uh, or got beaten by Iowa. But before that, took down Penn State. So now Penn State got a loss on the resume. Uh, yeah. Ohio State obviously does not. Um, I think Ohio State's the best team in the country. I'm Hands just gonna, down. I'm going to say that right now. It's, I'm, it's not I'm, close. Chase Young will, back. That is dirty. What they got? We going will talk on there. more about LSU in the coming weeks, but I, I, I'm kind of over it with LSU. Uh, I think Ohio State's the best team in the country, but Clint, mm-hmm. Penn State is catching how many points? Let me let me try to slow this down because this is a huge game. Two top ten, top eleven ranked teams. Penn State was supposed to contend. Penn State is catching eighteen and a half points. Clint, hello. That feels like too many daggum points, Clint. Let me let me try to ask you something. If I score a touchdown and then I go for two, how many point how many points do I have? If I succeed on all that, that's eight. You have eight. Okay. If I do that again, I now have sixteen. You have sixteen points. Okay. Okay. And and you're telling me Penn State is catching more than that than than a touchdown and two points in in consecutive what I, times. What if I what if I scored a touchdown? Then scored another touchdown and then kicked a field goal. Oh yeah, no, that would that would still be less than the eighteen and a half that Penn State is catching. Daniel, math checks out. All right then, three um, three possessions, three scores, three scores. Clint, <clears throat> uh, we're both taking Penn State plus eighteen and a half. Yes, we are. True or false? Hundred percent true. Um, uh, Clint, do you want to hear? My main principal reason for for taking this line, and it is the most counterintuitive thing that I could possibly say right now. I would love to say no and have you be like, okay, let's move on. All right, <laughs> next lock. <laughs> uh, yes, Daniel, um, I want to hear. Do you want to know um, the, uh, the opponents this year that have played Ohio State within 18 and a half points? Um. You know what? I, I do. I, I think it's going to be a quick list. But, yeah, let me hear it, Daniel. Okay. That's it. There are yep. none. Oh, interesting. Okay. There's not a single team. The The closest game Ohio State has played is a 24-point victory over <laughs> Michigan State. Oh, well. Um, so, 18.5, you might say, is not enough points. But here's the thing. No team blows out everybody all year. Nope. So, 
Ohio State is going to have one of these games. Now, Ohio State plays Michigan next week on the road. Mm-hmm. So it At might be house. that game. It might be that game. Ohio State might beat Penn State by 28 points on Saturday. And I might be wrong. I'm not I don't think they will. But but one of these two games, Ohio State's not going to cover the spread. I don't know if they're going to lose. They probably won't. But they're not going to cover okay. the spread in at least one of these two games. So if they cover the spread against Penn State, you already better mark down one of my locks for next week. Just mm-hmm. go ahead and put it on the board. I'm taking Michigan. Uh Daniel, look, 18 and a half is ludicrous. I know Ohio State has just run people out of the house. I get it. But they played Florida Atlantic, Miami of Ohio, Indiana, Nebraska, Michigan State, Wisconsin. Okay, so that's a little better. Northwestern, Maryland, and Rutgers. There has not been a single team worth mentioning on their schedule. The only good teams in the Big Ten are these two weeks. Are these two weeks plus Minnesota plus maybe Wisconsin, which they did beat handily? Correct, correct. So, um, yeah, no. this is too many points. I, I think it's closer. I think Penn State. This is Penn State's chance to get back into the conversation. And if Ohio Penn State wins this game, Penn State wins this game. Penn State is in line to potentially make the college football playoff. Hundred percent. Only one loss to Minnesota. They would have correct. a chance to avenge that loss. If Minnesota beats Wisconsin, they would have a chance mm-hmm. to avenge that loss in the conference championship game, which they would make it to, and Ohio State wouldn't. Uh, could be, could be a. This is a huge game for Penn State. No, Penn State. Think, Franklin not going to let these boys look past this game. They're going to be all hyped up, ready to go. This game is a lot closer than eighteen and a half. We both are in agreement. Uh, Daniel, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow your lead and go out west. We got some West Coast love happening. Mm-hmm. Um, is Washington was Washington supposed to be good this year, Daniel? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I Daniel. I, again, uh, the the aforementioned bet that Daniel and I do preseason, we both picked Washington to to win the Pac-12. Uh, I may so, have made a bet on Washington to make the college football playoff before the season started, but I don't he, want to talk about it. He did. He did, and I laughed. Um, Washington's bad. Jacob Eason. Sorry. Uh, wow. Sorry about your life. Wow. Some of us can't help and make bad decisions. Um, Mel Tucker, he, is he doing some things over at Colorado? He's trying, I guess. Defense, not one of those things. <laughs> no. no, I'm sorry. Mel Tucker, I, I forgot. What was his What was his position while at UGA? Irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Um, Colorado is catching 14 and a half. That, that magical 14 in the hook, Daniel. It comes back against Washington. We like Washington, it. We love it. Not a good school. You're giving me more than two scores. Uh, give me Colorado and the points. I like the underdogs this week. Uh, that is my next lock. Daniel, you'd where are you say, going next? You'd say the hook brings you back, wouldn't you, Clint? Probably. I, on that. I would. On that, would. you can rely. The <laughs> hook brings you back. I could. Um, for my last lock of the week, I am going to the American. Um, oh, the American no. Athletic Conference. I'm going to... Um, they don't uh, sell jerseys. They actually play football. That's... I'm going to a principal tried and true. Clint mentioned it on yesterday's show. Come on now. Tried and true principal is if Charlie Strong's still the coach at the University of South Florida. Uh huh. What do you do? You bet against the University of South Florida. Okay. That's what you do. South Florida has won some games this year against uh, inferior opponents, making you feel like maybe Charlie Strong has righted the ship. But every time South Florida has played somebody with a pulse. Like Temple, 
who's not even that good of a team. I bet on Temple earlier this year. Temple covered against South Florida easily. South Florida could not do anything against them. Memphis is the best team in the American, and it's not really that close. UCF national champions uh, again this year. I believe they're they're in line to win another national championship. But Memphis only three lost. Memphis is the best team in their conference. I think Dan Mullen is going to coach them to that national (laughs) championship with ten wins. uh, Memphis is Memphis is giving 14 points to USF, but I don't care because it's Not USF. Enough. It's Charlie Strong, and it's USF. And so I'm taking Memphis minus 14 on the road at USF. Uh, I like it, Daniel. I got one more lock. And this lock, this is look up nonsense and makes no sense, and you will find this lock. But for some reason, I just like it. Baylor got their absolute insides, not just their heart. They, they went down and they found their digestive tract and they ripped it out as well as their heart. They, they took everything. Oklahoma said, we're going to humiliate you in crushing defeat, Baylor. It was, that game was gross. I've been thinking about this game all week. Do you think Jalen Hurts did it on purpose? <laughs> like, do you think he fumbled the ball all those times on purpose just so that he, just so they could come back and win? Like, I like think Jalen Hurts was... There's at least a 20% chance in my mind that he was just sort of laughing to himself and was like, I'm just going to drop the ball here. Like like the dad, you know, when the kid's losing, the game is throwing a fit like, oh, no, I fumbled. And the kid oh, gets all no, excited again. Oh, you tackled me again. Oh. Um, Baylor got their guts ripped out. Texas is looking for a reason to right the ship after not being back but being back and then being lame and stupid. Um and they need a, a reason to get excited. Uh, Baylor, you had mentioned I, I picked Baylor to cover uh, last week, and you said, "Oh no, don't do that." Yep. Uh, and they did cover. Ba- they did. They did. But they're a bad team. Like what? To your to your credit, they show just how bad they are by throwing that loss like that. It was tough. It was tough. So Baylor's a bad team. Texas also a bad team. But again. Two teams, rivalry game, hate each other, and I'm getting five and a half. UT's getting five and a half, Daniel. I thought maybe three and a half, three, sure. Five and a half is a lot of points. Give me Texas Texas in this game. Texas is going to be playing that game with a chip on their shoulder, being an underdog to Baylor. You know they're not going to like that. Oh, they're going to hate that. They're not going to care for that. That's my last Um, lock of the the week. All right. Hey, take those down. Make some money this weekend. Uh, And... Um, don't bet any of it on the dogs because it's, nope. it's, it's an unreliable situation up there. Uh, we will be back tomorrow um, uh, to talk uh, a little bit more and get you ready for kickoff on Saturday. Uh, leave us a rating, leave us a review. You can email us at lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya.